oh my God, I killed the patient. Yes, it does happen. It does happen. Hey, I'm a doctor and you were just a nurse. You have to follow what I do. No, we don't do that. Or No, it's <laughs> not done that way. That is insane. Hi everyone, this is Max Shermilo again, and you are watching What Is Life Like? And today in our studio, we have a very special guest. Um, Chantel is a registered nurse, and we're going to find out what is life like being a registered nurse. Hi Chantel, thanks for coming in today. Hi Max, thanks for having me. Chantel, the first question I'm going to ask you is obviously, how long have you been doing it for? Well, I've been in the nursing field since 1997. I've been at LPN, and I recently got my RN. Um, I graduated in December and got my license in February of this year. Congratulations. Thank you. You did a really good job. Thank you. So you've been doing it for roughly a little over 20 years. You have a lot of experience. And uh, the first question I'm going to ask you, um, actually the second question I'm going to ask you is, how do nurses deal with stress related to your work in terms of when a car salesman does not sell a car, nobody dies from this, but in a nursing field or in a medical field in general, there could be cases where you know the patient uh, is about to die because they're permanently ill or they may be a day when you come to work and the patient that was there yesterday is no longer there because something happened. So that puts a lot of stress and takes a toll on you. So how do you deal with that? Well, basically, once you know that you've did all you can do for the patient, that kind of eases it, the stress a little bit. But um, you do develop a rapport and a bond with patients. So when they pass away, it, it does affect you. Um, I have uh, my coworkers who were there to help you with stressful um, situations in that case if, if one of your patients pass away. Um, you have uh, services on the job too that if you need to sit down and speak with someone, like if you're grieving, if maybe one of your family members um, passed away also, you do have uh, special departments at work where you can go and sit with someone and speak with them um, also. Um, and like I say, just basically your, your co-workers are there also to back you up and help you with, with stressful um, situations at work. If you have a good team. If you work with a good group of people, they are there to help Support you. Support it. Which is, yeah, which is Yeah, that's important. Is. Yeah. Now, have you personally ever lost a patient? Yes. Yes, I have. Um, the one patient that I did lose, she was pretty young. Um, it really hurt me a lot because we had a bond. She um, basically didn't want any of the other nurses to take care of her. Um, she uh, would only want me to like do certain things for her. Um, if it was an injection or whatever it was, she would want me to do it. Um, when she passed away, it really, really, really hurt me. Oh, I'm um, sorry to hear that. Yes. Uh, was was hard to deal with but I, I knew we knew the prognosis so we knew that you know she had a limited amount of time wow. but 
hopefully that never happens to you again. Yeah. Uh, speaking of your coworkers, I'm assuming you mean other nurses and people that work with you. Mm -hmm. Is there a certain differentiation maybe in terms of uh, nurses, somebody who works in one unit thinks they're better than the person that's working in another unit because of uh, their title or something like this? Is there, it, or, or are you basically just one big family that bonds together regardless of all those titles? So is there a little bit of a differentiation still? Well, within my years of experience, um, I have experienced myself where um, you will have a RN who feels that, you know, she's better than the LPN or the CNA or health tech. And um, RN is like the top? Right, um, registered okay. nurse, that, yes. Mm -hmm. um, she's basically the one who oversees the LPN and the um, CNAs or the health techs. Um, so you do have a few, you know, not all RNs, but you do have a few who have that um, superior mentality where, you know, I'm the chief nurse and, you know. Are you that type of RN? Oh, no. I'm just joking. Not. I'm just joking. No, I know, no. I know that you're not. Um, well, then, when it comes to doctors, because mm -hmm. doctors, from what I understand, have to study a little longer, mm -hmm. learn a few more things. Yes. Is there that type of dominance where the doctor uh, things, hey, I'm a doctor and you were just a nurse, you have to follow what I do, or it depends on person? Um, it depends. In my years of experience, you have doctors who are very arrogant and it's like, I'm the doctor and this is what I say, this is how it goes. Then you have other doctors who I've worked with who are very, very nice. They will sit down with you, they will collaborate a patient's care with you, you can go to them and say, hey, doc, I see you wrote this order, but it needs to be corrected. Can you write it this way instead? And they totally um, agree with you. So do nurses have more like a hands-on type of training? Uh, that's why doctors tend to trust nurses a lot? They tend to trust us a lot because we are at the bedside with the patient more than them. Okay, yeah. uh, that, that, we, that's understandable. We spend understandable. more hours with the patient on end. Makes yeah. sense. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know about our viewers, but I personally, when I, somebody says a nurse, I automatically picture a female. But at the same time, there's quite a few males yeah. from what I understand. So oh, yes. is there a lot of male nurses that are out there right now? Yes. Would you say it's still the uh, preliminary females, or is it changing right now to where you see more and more males every, every year? To me, from what I've seen, it's becoming more and more, uh, you're having more male nurses, uh, more males going into the field. Even when I went to school, we had uh, like a handful of, of male um, students. That's so, interesting. Yeah. And it's good to have male nurses too, because we need their um, strength the at muscle. times. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> you know. uh, on the same note, do male patients try to flirt with you a lot? Has that ever happened? Yes, I'm sure it, it happens. Okay. Male patients do flirt with the nurses. Yes, it does. Yeah, you have some who flirt um, aggressively, and you have some who flirt subtly. You know, but yes, it does happen. It does happen. Yes. I, I was I was just curious about this. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> another big thing I was thinking preparing for this interview. If you ever watch any of those TV shows like Scrubs, Doctor House, and so on. 
What do you think about them? Do you find them funny or ridiculous? Because here's an example. I mean, I do not understand as much as you do about right. medical stuff. And mm -hmm. whatever Dr. Howe says, I think he's 100% correct. It's the way it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. But for you knowing exactly what's going on, you'd be like, like no, it's probably not what should right. be done here. So when you, when you see those things, what, what do you do? Well, the shows that you've mentioned, I really haven't like really tuned into them as much. But one show that I have watched is ER. I don't know if you've ever watched mm, ER. Can't say I did. And basically in ER, um, things that happen and things that they talk about are basically head on. You may see a little, as a nurse, you may see like a little discrepancy in certain things they may say and you're like, no, we don't do that or no, it's <laughs> not done that way. But um, for the most part with that particular show, yes, the things that, that happen and the things that they say and talk about are basically the way it is. That's pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. um, I do follow one group on Facebook mm -hmm. that is specific. Uh, it's basically a group that's specifically gets together to talk about nurses and just get all the nurses together. Mm -hmm. They had a very interesting question in a group the other day. Mm -hmm. If you were to invent a phone application like we have on our iPhone or Androids, which application do you think you would need as a nurse? What would you like to be able to have on your phone that would help you as a nurse? Do you have any suggestions for us at all? Mm. That would be... Uh, maybe it would be pertaining to my patients. Whereas, like when you work on a unit, mm -hmm. you have a certain amount of patients, and when you go in there, you get a, your schedule and you know what patients you'll be working with. So um, it's called like continuity of care. You want to keep the patients with the same nurse as much as possible because you get to know the patients, their ailments, Create a how to take care. Bond. Right. Um, the app would basically let me know about, let's say the patients, um, patients, maybe if I could get their lab work before I get to work, like their lab results before I get to work. So that way so you I'll can know. be prepared for what's right. ahead. That, that yeah. actually makes sense. And yeah. If anybody who's watching us out there knows how to do it, hey, you just got a great idea if you mm -hmm. can implement it. Uh, and if it does succeed, please let us know. We'd be very pleased to check it out and hopefully it'll make the difference for mm -hmm. somebody somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, if you watch my previous episode, I do throw in uh, one or two weird questions. And the question for you is going to be, who is stronger, Batman or Superman? Um... Batman or I would say Superman. Superman. Okay. I kind of am with you on that one, but I, I bet you there's a million of other people that mm -hmm. watching us right now that think that Batman is better. But if you think Batman is better, let us know why. I would say Superman. Batman um, is cool, though. He's a billionaire. Yeah, Batman is cool, too. But as long as you keep the kryptonite away from Superman, <laughs> he's pretty cool. He's pretty. That's awesome. Know, yeah. Let's pause for a second and get a remember question. You can keep recording. We'll just cut it out. Um, you're doing good so far. 
I told you it's very, very easy, very uh, mm -hmm. non-invasive. I was talking to you about this. Give me a second. Superman. You know the one with the app? I came up with one better. Okay, what can we do with? There, that would be to help to to help the patients who have uh, maybe patients who have appointments to be able to re to send them a reminder of the appointment that they they're scheduled for. That's cool. Yeah. You want you want to try that again? No, go ahead. We'll we'll keep that one. But. Yeah. <laughs> And I just forgot to call on. I, I just had a question and I started listening. I forgot uh, the question about. Okay. <clears throat> as many years as you've been doing it for, mm -hmm. has there been a time in your career where you were literally on like a verge of quitting, saying, I'm done with this? It just, it, it, it absolutely kills me mentally or in any other way. Has there been a time and why did that happen? And then if that did happen, what changed your mind to stay in that career and pursue your dream and become an RN? Mm -hmm. Definitely, there was a time. Um, working as an LPN, I was working um, in a clinic, a primary care clinic. And when I first started working there, I loved it. Um, I loved the staff, you know, everybody was great. Over some time, um, you know, staff come, staff goes. So. Um, a few, a few of the nurses, uh, my colleagues, left, moved on, went to different departments, and we got new people in. When the new people came in, it's like things just changed. Um, the morale of the clinic was down. Um, you had the RNs, new RNs, who came in, who felt that they were superior and. Um, just felt like the LPNs and the help techs weren't, you know, up there like they are, and we should just do and say as they wanted mm -hmm. us to. Um, and it got to the point where I felt like my LPN license didn't mean anything by the way we were being treated. But that was mostly related to actual atmosphere you were in. It was not related to what was happening in terms of your personal experience with patients. It's just basically no. like poor management, we'll call right. it that way. Okay. Exactly. Okay. But yes. there was nothing, nothing drastic in your career where, again, the mental part of it was related to the actual patients. No. Okay. Not That's, at all. Um, well, I hope. do have difficult patients, but none of them were that difficult None to make me want difficult. to say, yeah. oh, I don't want to do this anymore. I hope, uh, I hope whoever is in the management field for uh, nurses or in doctor's office in general do take a note of it because mm -hmm. we're all people. We all want to mm -hmm. treat each other like people and we'll respect each other. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> now, going back to something else really quick. Mm -hmm. Is there a time in your career that you are ashamed for? Like something that may have happened in the very beginning where you did something thinking, oh my God, I killed a patient or something, and it, not literally killed a patient, but something that he may have done, some kind of medical procedure, and that's still up to this day, you feel a little bit ashamed for. Or maybe it was just some, something funny that happened that, uh, looking back. Um, let me try to think. I mean, being a nurse, when you have a very hectic day, you don't actually remember every single thing that you, you know, 
have to do. Um, I really can't think of a, a situation right now where that has happened. Um, I'm well, quite sure there tell was. Us. No, I, I honestly I can't think of one. Um, I'm quite sure there is one that I probably just can't remember. Okay, know, let's twist it, it the other way around. When you had to draw blood for the first time mm -hmm. or give somebody a shot, were you nervous or were you just like a machine? Oh, I was definitely nervous, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. Definitely? Yeah. Yep. What, what is the scariest part you have to do as a nurse? In terms of what? Uh, treatment? Or, treatment or, yeah, basically, what's one thing that people like myself, for example, do not get to see or do on a daily basis, but in your case, it's something that you have to basically prepare yourself for. Mm -hmm. Like, I know some people just faint and uh, pass out when they see blood. Mm -hmm. For you, obviously, it's, it's your daily responsibility sometimes, but what would be the scariest thing you can think of that may shock other people? The scariest thing may be having to deal with a cold. That's as simple as that, meaning yeah. that people that, like patients that come in that have cold? A cold. A cold is when you have to call a cold on a patient who is in cardiac arrest. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yes. I misunderstood it. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. That's my misunderstanding. Yes. So um, I have worked in the ER. And, um, you know, you get patients who come in who are very, very sick. And you just don't know when they might just, you know. So... If it happens, um, <clears throat> you know, you have to get the crash card. Um, you have to be fast, quick on your feet. You have to perform CPR. So um, it, 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 could be, um, it could be scary when you, hmm. you're not um, used to it. Once you get accustomed to it, it's like it's nothing. But when you first start, you know. That makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. Now... Speaking of being on your feet, like you said, how long is your normal shift? Um, normal shift for me is, is 12 hours. So 12 I, hours. I start at 7.30 and I get off at 8. Well, it's 12 and a half hours. Wow. Um, basically, the new position, RM position, I will actually be working 15 hours a day. That is insane. And, and uh, I mean... Uh, I thank you so much for doing that because if it wasn't for you, meaning uh, you and your colleagues, I don't know what I would be doing right now. But um, definitely kudos to you. Now, is there cases where your shifts do double for certain reasons and you have to be there pretty much nonstop, like maybe some kind of emergencies or whether it's some kind of weather conditions? Because I've had talked to some other people that uh, when they have a car, for example, they have to have an all-wheel drive car because if something happens, they have to be at work no matter what. Is that similar to what you're doing or is it, it depends on the unit? Well, it depends on the unit. Um, basically, where I'm, where I'm starting at now, um, at the hemodialysis center, um, if it's in inclement weather and the patients aren't able to make it in, then we don't have to go because we won't be doing anything. You know, the patients can't make it, we can't make it is they just close the facility. Okay. Now in the hospital, it's totally different. The hospital runs 24 hours And you hours work a day. in both cases, right? You worked yes. in the hospital before? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, in the hospital, depending on the unit. For example, I worked in the emergency room um, in the hospital, 
and you have to stay there. I mean, you do your hours, your 12-hour shifts, and then if, say, inclement weather, you, you have to stay. <laughs> wow. You know, if people can't make it in and you can't make it out, you have to stay, you know? That is, I mean, I'm out of work. You would prefer to be home with your family during, you know, but yeah, you have obviously, to stay. but you have, you're obligated to stay. Well, therefore, I would imagine there's people that are watching us right now. There could be somebody who is thinking about becoming a nurse or mm -hmm. is in a process of becoming a nurse. With all your experience that you have, what would be an advice you would have given that person right now? Something that you wish you knew ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Honestly, what I wish I knew ahead of time was to get it done and get it over with. Um, I've been at LPN all these years. Um, however, when you work full time and you have a family, it is very hard to go back to school um, part time and especially full time. How long did it take you to actually get your RN certification? Is that what it's called? It's my register, my my license, my license. RN license. Okay, sorry. It, it took me. I started in 2007, two years, yeah, about 18 months. But you were yeah. doing it part-time because you were working full-time? I was working full-time, And yes. I mean, it, um, it's very, very impressive. I have a lot of respect for you uh, for doing that. And again, kudos, you're doing a very good job. Thank you. <laughs> What's the question I was going to ask you? I had another question that I came up with. Do you have any questions that you want me to ask you? Oh, I know, I know. Chantel, you were talking about having a strong bond between a patient and a nurse mm -hmm. in this case. Do you see the cases or does it ever happen where that actual bond extends beyond the hospital in terms of people become friends after that, talk to each other, maybe Facebook message each other, or as soon as the patient gets out of hospital, it's pretty much over? You have had, um, I have seen, yes, people who, who do still maintain friendships with um, their patients who have been in the hospital, definitely. Do you have any patients like this in your uh, career? Or I, Yes, I do. Do you want to say hi to them right now? Right now it's a perfect opportunity. Hi. <laughs> Whoever these people are. <laughs> yeah, yep. You definitely had one of the best nurses. Uh, Thank you. You're welcome. I don't really have any more questions. Help me out with questions. You know, you know this theme more than I do. Um, At least give me some pointers, and I'll come up with a question. Yeah. Well, I I have worked with um, for the Veterans Administration for a long time. What, what kind of vets? VA. Work with the VA okay. for a long time. Um, and you know, the, the the vets are very like they're a very special population group of of people to work with, and um, I see that. Uh, the way the doctors care for them, and they, they really, really are into their uh, medical treatment and the way they deal with them. They're, they're just a, a special group of individuals. We, we're talking about veterans. The veterans. Okay, yes. that's interesting. Never knew that before. Yes, veterans. Um, <laughs> what would be the question? I thought I had enough questions. I thought it was actually going to take longer, but I guess we kind of blew through them pretty pretty fast. Yeah. I'll come up with something. 
estimated with another question. Now, this question may be a little strange, but just as a person who does not have to wear a uniform to work, I'm talking about myself, mm -hmm. how does it feel that you have to pretty much wear same thing over and over and over, maybe different styles, maybe slightly different colors, but don't you ever want to wear something fancy and dress it to work, or is that never, never the case? It's, it's never the case, because like now, these are my scrubs. Mm -hmm. So because over the years they have made so many nice, fancy scrubs, you don't feel like it's monotonous that you're wearing the same thing over and over again. So you so, probably have the entire collection of them. Yes. That's awesome. There was the, you know, there was a time I was looking at my scrubs compared to my regular street clothes and I'm like, wow, I have all of these scrubs compared to my regular clothes, you know. But it's great. They have different selections, different colors. They have the um, the shoes to match scrubs so you can be fancy you can be fancy that's awesome yeah. now is there anything you would have changed in your job at all whether it's related maybe to the uniform or maybe to the actual procedures anything that you would have changed if you had an opportunity to um well actually right now um where i'm working at as an lpn uh they have a mandatory um, you have to stay at work. You get mandated to stay at work if someone calls out, which is very frustrating because you plan on going home when your shift is over. So um, I would say just to try to, I would try to want to change that and see if it can be done where they hire or they use the intermittent staff to try to fill in as much as possible opposed to mandating the regular staff there. Because after you do a 12-hour shift, you don't want to stay an extra four. You know, that's your whole day. That's from 7.30 to 8 and then 8 to 12. It's your wow. whole day. Um, yeah, so where I'm at now, that happens a lot. People get mandated to stay. and. If that could just be changed. And it's just not where I'm at. It's, 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 it's in general. It's in, in the medical general. field. Yeah. You know. And I see. I never knew that. Yeah. You, you mean, get burned out. <laughs> you really do. Oh, well, I bet you do. So, I bet you do pretty yeah. easily. Mm -hmm. But when they hire you, they do let you know about the mandation status. That, that you, you know, have to stay that long. part of the job. <laughs> Can you name, if there's such thing, what would be one thing you wish patients knew about you in terms of your job and what it entitles? Um, well, what I wish they knew about me, which they eventually find out anyway, is that um, I'm very compassionate about my job and the patients I take care of. Um, they get to know that about me once I start taking care of them. And basically just that some patients don't understand when you have three or four other patients you have to take care of and they like just want you to stay at the bedside with them or just focus mainly on them whereas you you, you do that as a nurse but you have like time restrictions because you have to get to other patients your other patients so just um 
sometimes patients don't understand when you have to go and deal with other patients also and that, um, you know, the time restraints with them, you know. It's not like I just want to just leave you, but once I'm finished with you and your care, I have to move on to the next one, you know. And some patients, like I say, they just want you to focus and be Give them 100% of your attention. Right. Okay. Which we do that when we do that when we do when we're taking care of them, but um, there's some patients like you have some patients who will actually sit there with you and as you're taking care of them, you know they have conversations with you, they talk, but you have some patients who will talk and talk and talk and without realizing like, there could be three other people behind right, them that are waiting. Yes, okay, that, that. and you don't want to come off as being you know like you don't care or, you know, you're not interested in what they are saying. But um, sometimes it's hard to get away from some patients. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so for people that are watching this, please be considerable because, uh, like Chantel said, as much as they want to talk to you, they have a job to perform and there could be other people waiting for them. So mm -hmm. just keep that in mind, please. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean... We're actually pretty good right now. If you want to cut it off, any okay. You can't think of anything else. I, I can't think count. of anything else. If you can, let me know because I mean, I, I, we did ask a pretty good amount of questions. I think actually there's more time than 14 minutes. This is this is a different count. That's not 14 minutes. It's more than 14 minutes that we did already. Mm -hmm. So what we're gonna do then? We're gonna uh, go ahead. One question would be: You can ask me is how how would I see nursing has changed? Over the years. Over the, that's a good question. Um, you said late 90s when you started, and mm -hmm. we're in 2019 right now. Have you seen a lot of changes in the actual job uh, that you were performing or in the actual medical field maybe? As an LPN for all these years, I have seen changes, whereas they have limited the um, limited things that LPNs could do. Like years ago, we were able to do much more than we're doing now. Um, basically, the RNs are the ones who um, do a lot of the things. Um, over the years, also, nursing has changed where I'm seeing a lot of younger people, a, a lot of younger nurses, excuse me, take over management positions. So with the younger generation coming into these management positions, you're seeing a lot of, a lot of changes. So they, is that a good thing or is it a bad thing that they're younger? Um, it's, from my perspective, I say it's both. <laughs> but I guess it, if they good, do listen to you mm -hmm. with all your experience, it is a good mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. But if they don't, then it kind of becomes a problem, I guess. Okay. Right. That, that's that's a good point. Um, <clears throat> why do I keep remembering the question and keep forgetting it as soon as I start talking? I need to have some kind of cheat sheet because my question comes up in my head, and as soon as I start talking, I forget the you question. Forget it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we were talking about the. I know what I was going to ask you. Okay. Now, how did you actually get 
into the medical field. Did you always want to become a nurse? Did you always wanted to be uh, in that field or was it something spontaneous? And if that wasn't your first job, what did you do prior to becoming a nurse? Okay. Prior to becoming a nurse, believe it or not, I was a beautician. I did hair. Wow. Um, prior to wanting to become a beautician, you're not going to believe this, but I wanted to be a mortician. Okay. It's and getting even I more interesting. Yep. My, my, my friends, my family, I want to be a mortician. And as the years went on, I just didn't do it. And then I have a lot of people in my family who's in the medical fields. So that kind of uh, was the influence coming from them too? Right. Okay. Yes. Um, it's now, me and three other of my cousins are RNs. Um, so yeah, basically it was... Um, do you work together with them or have you ever worked with any of them? Um, actually work with them? No. But three of us did work for John Hopkins at one time. That's a big yeah. hospital. Yes, big name out very there. Very big. So... Um, as far as us working together on one unit, no. But in the same facility, yes. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. I think we're done for the day. Okay. Okay. I want to thank everyone today for being with us at What Is Life Like? And I want to thank our guest, Chantelle, for coming in today. It was a pleasure having you in our studio. Thank um, you. As we did in the previous episode, if you guys have any questions that you think we should have asked or you can come up with something that you think would be cool to ask a nurse, please put it in the comments. And if it does get pretty popular, we're going to feature it in one of our next videos. On that note, I want to thank you everybody for being with us again and see you next time. Bye. Bye.